morning, everybody. Great, great morning. I uh, hope you're having a great start to the day. Um, it is Monday. I'm not sure when this this one's going to drop, so I'm just going to say it's Monday. Um, <laughs> uh, hope you're having a great start to the day. We will potentially still be in February or March, depending on when this episode drops. Um, whatever month it is, how's how the goals coming? How the goals coming? Are you writing down your goals every day when you go to bed, when you wake up? Are you writing them down? Um, where are you at? Are you tracking? Are you on pace? Um, are you meeting monthly? Are you meeting weekly? Um, how's it going? Just checking in. Um, again, I would love to be a resource for anybody that wants to reach out and just talk about um, how I track my numbers, how I track my data, stats. Um, yeah, feel free to reach out to me. Uh, family's doing great. Uh, Blakely will probably be going on two to three weeks of walking. Um, fun fact, I strongly believe that she refused to walk for the last, you probably say for the last month. Cooper, why do you say that? Well, um, at the time of this recording, Blakely will be turning 11 months in four days. 11 months in four days. Um. I've had a strong sense or a strong belief that she was refusing to walk because she didn't want to. Why do I say that? Well, for the last month, she's been standing, but not walking, just on her own standing. And then she would like control her fall. Like this is not just a plop on the ground. Like she would slowly just get back on the ground. Like just a kind of like, ah, I'm cool with that. Um Last week, we dropped her off to daycare, you know, just a normal day. Um, Blakely's not walking, or she she's claiming that she's not walking, right? Um, last Monday, drop her off, pick her up. Uh, daycare is like, oh, my God, it was 180. She was walking around doing turns, flips. Um, did you guys do anything at home? And I was like, we're like, no. And, and this, my wife had picked up. I hadn't heard this, but then my wife came home and told me, and yeah, I get home and I see Blakely walking, like just on her own, like no one's helping her, nothing. Almost like she was in her mind, like, ha ha ha. Told you guys I was gonna walk when I felt like it. Um, so yeah, so we got a walker. That's three. Um, and I also have to remember um to just be in the moment and to be present. Um, we put a lot of pressure on Blakely to walk before uh the first year. Uh, before she turned one. And again, like, is there anything wrong with that? Like her going past the one year mark? No, we actually thought she was going to. And uh, a lot of people are like, well, one year is still pretty quick. And you, which is, yes, I agree with that. Um, but not in this household. Um, Braylon started walking at eight and a half months, cashing at 10. So just the standard in this household is that you walk before 11 months and Blakely for the most part hit that milestone um so yeah so she's walking talking laughing likes pushing people around even daddy literally like that likes pushing me around but anyways that's that's enough about her uh rest of him is doing great doing awesome um yeah guys uh but anyway that's enough about me uh, hope you're having a great start to the day. Uh, this episode is going to be awesome. I cannot wait for you guys to meet Shane.
great morning, everybody. On today's episode of Shipbuilding, I have a gentleman here that is balancing a life between faith, family, and business. Married to his wife, Amber, they have three kids, Ailani, Jax, and Colt. Um, he's also the owner of Baja Pools. They build, remodel, service, and repair pools. Um, they also do full backyard remodels. Working on adding pest control and looking into getting into real estate in the next year. He's 28 years old. Um, two years ago, he made 60K a year and thought he was killing it. Last year, he made 500K. <laughs> Man, let's go. Still not even close to the vision he has for his business and family. Says he's trying to be the one that changes my family's generational wealth. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, I have Shane Miller. What's going on, Coop? Let's go. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on, man. I know you're a busy dude. Uh, Can you just tell our audience a little bit more about um, who you are, what you do, and why you do what you do? Yeah, so, I mean, you pretty much explained the the most of it right there. Um, But, yeah, Shane Miller, I'm I'm out here in Arizona, um, actually running a pool business out here trying to get into everything with it, you know, so pretty much everything as far as servicing pools to building pools to remodeling backyards, um, pretty much you name it, I try to do it. I kind of got tired of turning work away, you know, because I I didn't know how to do it or I didn't have a license for it. So I went out and figured out how to do it and, you know, figured all the licensing stuff out. And now pretty much, you know, if somebody asked me to do something, I'm going to make sure I can do it. So. well, yeah, on top of that, you know, out here, like you said, I'm, I'm married to my wife, Amber. Got three kids that keep me going probably more so than the business. Um, Love it. They always do. Yeah. And I'm. what do you have now? You have three kids as well or, or what do you have? I got three. Yeah, I got three. three. I got three now. Yeah. Oh, dude. So you get it, man. When that third one came, yeah. he's only two months old and it's it's like night and day, you know, two to three. It's kind of it's a big jump. Yeah. So, but but it's going good, man. Like I said, that's kind of my motivation for everything right there. So family faith that kind of keeps me going and and makes the business run so awesome 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 okay so like yeah this this is great man when you sent me that bio over i was like okay yeah 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 we we got we got to talk for sure for sure for sure um okay so let's let's just kind of like talk about how did into the like doing pools like how did he get started yeah, so you know what, man? So actually where we met at, out in North Dakota, right, when I went out yeah. there to play with you guys, um, yeah. after I blew my knee out and came back, um, you know, I tried to do the whole schooling thing again. And once I realized when sports weren't involved in it, you know, the whole schooling, you know, just wasn't for me anymore. Um, I kind of realized that I was only doing schooling just because of sports, you know, and that kind of kept me going on that route. And then so without the sports, you know, I kind of kind of sits, you know, screwed in a way and um, wanted to start making money after that. So I had a buddy, um, he had just opened his own pool business, um, said he was ready to bring somebody else on, you know, and I was like, yeah, you know, let's, let's try it. I've done pools of, you know, a bit here and there, um, summertime work and stuff like that out here. Uh, got into that and that was almost 10 years ago, probably nine to 10 years, I think, when I started with him. Um, yeah. And from there, man, just stuck with it learn the ins and outs, um, kind of started doing my own thing, you know, a few years back 
on the side of his, just trying to, you know, build something, keep it going, and, and that kind of aspect with that. Um, but, yeah, man, the rest was kind of history after that. You know, it's it's not the, I guess, the most ideal job cleaning pools, you know, but once you see the actual vision overall of what it could be is what really kept me motivated and kept me pushing towards it. And, um, yeah, it brings us to here two years you know, ago is when I kind of bought out my partner there with Baja Pools and he moved out of state. I bought it out and the rest is history from there. Man, that, so, okay. So let's talk about, um, first I want to talk about the mindset, right? Like, you know, so, so much in today's world, right? Um, I feel like at, just athletes, student athletes, like they, tie themselves to like the sports right like my i have to do this i have to make this work um i I guess i'm curious like what what helped you make that transition quicker like you blew your knee out you easily could have said like i'm gonna rehab i'm gonna get back like i you know i gotta get back to playing ball but it, it sounds like there was something in there that just made you like you know i think i'm good i want to be able to like start making money and doing something else like what what helped you in that transition so you know what, man, I think it's more so um I never had a big injury in my life. You know, I've had little things here and there growing up playing three sports my whole life. Um, but when I blew my knee out, ACL meniscus, um, and I'm a smaller guy already as it is, you know. And so I was like, you know, I wanna I wanna be able to walk when I'm older. You know, I wanna be able to move yeah. around. I already hurt as it is, you know. Um yeah. I think that kinda yeah. made me really start thinking of, you know, what else. And um just the competitive aspect, man. Um you know, obviously all us athletes are real competitive um, in everything. And, you know, you asked, obviously, you know, Champ, man, and my sister, um, I'm probably one of the most competitive people out there with everything, you know, whether it's a board game, sports, um, you know, anything. And so then I kind of made that transition into, you know, okay, obviously it's not sports anymore. So then where can I switch my mindset and my competitive, you know, nature, I guess you'd say. Um, and it it went straight to, to money and business. and um, you know, just working for somebody I realized isn't for me. You know, I'd, I'd like to to leave it in my hands, especially when I started to have a family. Um, you know, I don't want to leave it into, you know, somebody else's hands or another boss, you know, per se, of the amount of money I can make and can't make. I'd rather it be, you know, I wake up that day and it's, it's hey, either you go get it or you don't. You know, either your family eats or they don't. And that's kind of where my mindset started to switch and then switch into how do I get there? I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, so I want I want to ask like the next question. So, you know, in in your bio, so you get started, you make um 60k and you know, like that, you know, at that time like that's a lot of money. Um I guess I want to I want to ask like what happened in there that you went from 60 to 5 like you went from 60 to 500 that was that's the first question is what like what happened in there and then i want to know what your mindset was like once you saw that you could basically do six figures yeah so a lot of it man it's funny because like i said that guy I started out with you know nine ten years ago um stuck with him the whole time you know um helping his business run you know awesome guy great friend of mine uh you know but i've seen the money he was bringing in saw what I was doing for the company. Um, and then that's when I kind of started going out on my own as well. You know, so now I'm I'm here working for him, but also trying to build my own company at the same time. 
and you know those those days were crazy you know 5 30 in the morning starting um you know working till sometimes 7 p.m at night trying to do both of them and i came to like kind of the realization that it's you know while i'm building his i'm kind of letting mine lack in a way um and not really being able to focus on my customers and my side of it and so then that's kind of the whole turning point of everything of when i you know um started to figure out I need to do something different. And that's when I was making, you know, I jumped up to 60, 65,000 from like 40,000 a year, you know? And I, like I said, I thought I was killing it. I told my wife, Amber, I was like, Hey, you know, we're making some good money now, you know, and that's still nowhere where I wanted to be, but just having that, you know, I was like, Hey, you know, that's pretty good money. Um, and then from there, dude, we, uh, you know, I was kind of in between, you know, do my own thing and his trying to figure out a way how to make only mine work, you know, without leaving him kind of hanging. And crazy change of events. Me and my wife decided to sell our house, um, put it up for sale. I have an older brother that lives in Utah on um, out in Bear Lake, Utah. Beautiful area. Okay. Um, they were kind of looking for some people to help work. And literally, we put our house on the market. I threw it out to my wife. I said, hey, you know, what if we moved out there for a little bit? You know, this was when my daughter was, was she three years old, I think. My son was one. So, you know, they're both young, not in school yet. Um, and I didn't think she would say anything to it, you know, and she's like, yeah, let's do it. So about two years ago, you know, we, we took off, moved for six months to Utah, left everything behind. Um, the guy I was working for, then he got a hold of me. I, you know, I talked to him for a little bit about some stuff. We were out there for about six months and he got a hold of me saying that he wanted to sell his part, you know, portion of the business and wanted to move out to Tennessee and he was done. So right there, you know, I'm kind of in that stage of let's get out of here. Let's switch things up, see what happens, you know, see if life takes us anywhere else. Um, still on the back of my head and praying about, you know, how to make make a living and, you know, make this money that I see myself making, you know, to provide for my family and to the level of what I expect. Um, and so it's almost like everything aligned right when I took off. You know, I don't know if he realized it was, it was a little tougher without me. You know, maybe he just wanted to switch it up himself. Um, so he pretty much offered me to buy out the whole company, um, which me and my wife talked about and, and we jumped at the idea of. So we moved right back. So pretty much had a six month vacation out in Utah, um, moved right back, you know, two years ago and <laughs> hit the ground running, took it over, um, you know, and, and now I'm able to build off of what I kind of already built with him and then just extend and add on and do all this extra stuff that I'm trying to do now. So that's kind of, like I said, kind of like, a, I'd say, you know, faith and lucky, you know, lucky events kind of leading up and just, you know, everything kind of aligned and, and kind of worked out. Man, like, do you know that you are like so far ahead of people that probably, that probably have like their masters in business or like, I mean, like, like you like basically help build a business right from the ground up and then basically had a chance to buy the business out right yeah. um i'm just curious i, I want to hear, like hear your your perspective on a scale of one to ten how so how hard was it to buy the business so is it, it, it was up there um because when he first offered it you know because like i like you said i kind of pretty much, you know, helped him build this whole entire business. You know, I was the only one that stuck around as his first employee ever. Um, so his first thing was, hey, you know, you'd be the first person I'd offer, you know, to buy it. 
Um, and my first thought was, yes, let's do it, you know, but then I'm thinking too at the same time, okay, how, how am I going to buy this? You know, um, he had his price set, what he wanted. Um, and luckily we sold our house, you know, so I had some money there. Um, hit some, luckily hit some money on Dogecoin and, you know, a few other stocks hey, that I had, you know, um, awesome. so pretty much pulled everything together that I had, um, you know, all my pretty much all my savings, you know, all this money that I just sold from the, you know, the house that you're looking at in your account, like, Hey, you know, this is, this is awesome to have it there and put it right into this business to, to buy it. So, you know, a big jump of, you know, a lot of faith there that, you know, thinking that I can run this business and can make it work, you know, cause I'm going to put all this money into it. And, you know, yeah, luckily I have a family that motivates me. You know, if it wasn't for them, if I was a single guy, I don't, I would love to say that I still have the mindset to run a business and to do what I'm doing, but I think a family and you probably get it too, man. It's, it's just a whole nother level of making things work. And uh, um, you got mouths to feed when you got mouth to feed, bro, it's just a different, it's oh, a different yeah. grind. Yeah. Like I said, I just posted something the other day, man. I sent it to my wife and it, it was like a quote that said, um, you know, my wife met me when all I had was, you know, um, how'd it go? They said, all I had was potential. So when somebody bets their life on you, make sure that they win. You know, so that really hit, you know, because like I said, I didn't have nothing to offer back then. You know, I didn't have a business. I didn't have money. Um, I didn't even have schooling, you know. And that's another thing, dude. I'm kind of, shouldn't say bias, but, um, you know, kind of back. I already know. No, when it was unpopular, um, you know, (laughs) I used to get into it with some people, uh, you know, arguments about, I don't believe you need schooling to make it. Um, and that's back, you know, a few years back, dude, when everybody thought that you had to have a degree, you know, everyone's pushing yep. that, you know, you have to have a degree to make it, you have to have a degree to get a good job. And I was really biased on that um, because I've seen some other things, you know, and I, I was working towards it myself. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to, I got to prove these people wrong, right? You know, so doing everything I can to show that, hey, yeah, I don't have a degree, but um, I'm going to make it work still. So... Ladies and gentlemen, I hope I hope you guys like listen back to this podcast because I, I just I just know this is this is going to be one of those podcasts. Um, I just want to go back, Shane, and just talk a little bit about the power of the question that you ask yourself when <clears throat> um, the guy you're working for basically you know said that you would be the one to take the business over. Um, are you there, Shane? Yeah, I got you. There you go. Okay, you cut gotta, out for gotta, a second. Gotta, gotta, gotta. Yeah, okay. Um, how can I buy this business? Like, literally, <clears throat> that one question turns the brain on. You know, like, how many people probably would have been in that position? Like, you, Shane, would have been like, oh, man, like, I don't know. Like, that's a lot of money. Like, I don't got all these things going on but like literally the literally the shift in the question is how can i make this work and i'm I'm sure shane you're someone that you got goals you know your family pushes you and drives you so you already you already got the foundation of like your why like your why and it sounds like your why is your family your motivation is your family and and like that pushes you to like you know basically do the grunt work that you needed to do to get it done um and and I and I just I just love that hearing that you know you you pulled your savings you pulled the money from from your house being sold you pulled some money from your stocks and you literally put all the chips basically bet on your betting on yourself 
Um, that is so powerful. And like, I just, I like, that is, that is awesome. Um, yeah. and you know, to add on to that, man, you know, it's funny. Um, cause like I said, I don't know, it's tough. I think for, you know, like you said, for anybody just to do that. And luckily I was in a position that was a few years prior to that, you know, um, I may have not have been ready, you know, maybe I would have talked myself out of it. Like you said, Hey, that's a lot of money. How are you going to do this? Um, and luckily a few years back when I really started to get bigger on reading books, you know, I, I grew up never reading, dude. I don't think I ever finished a book, you know, all the way up until I was 25 years old, you know, um, luckily finally got into it, got into podcasts, um, you know, listen to those things, listen to these big business guys of how they've made it and what they do daily, you know, and just those books, man, the more you put that stuff into your brain of making it, I guess you'd say, or watching these other people make it pretty much set me up to, like you said, bet on myself, you know, like, why not? You know, and that's the competitive side of me. You know, I, I'd put me over anybody in any challenge, you know, whether it's, you know, anything, man, you, you throw it out, you know, if you want to so you can throw the farthest, you know, I'm, I'm going to be the first one to jump up there and be like, hey, I, I can beat you, you know. Um, so like you said, just putting all the tips in my basket, you know, all the eggs in my basket, however you want to say it. Um, and just to know that I had a wife that was going to support me along the way, you know, that's the biggest thing as well. Because um, she could honestly have been worried and be like, no, hey, you know, that's that's our saving. Let's not do it. You know, but she was with me every step of the way, you know, believed in it, saw my vision. And like I said, it's not even close to to what I have in mind, but it's definitely been a big jump so far. I love it. I love it. I love it. So I want to ask you, so how did you deal with fear during this process? Oh man. Um, you know, it's funny. Um, I wouldn't say necessarily fear cause I never really thought of it that way. Um, you know, maybe I did a little bit. I thought, you know, how am I going to make this thing run? You know, even though I, I believed I helped build this company from 10 years ago all the way up, believe that it's, you know, pretty much my company in a way, you know, um, I've been there every step of the way, help build this thing. But how am I going to keep it running? And I think it's more so like always in the back of your mind, man, you always have that voice telling you like, hey, you can't do this or hey, people are going to see you. You're going to be a, you're a fraud. You know, you're not going to be able to run this business. And that's always there. And I think that's what keeps me going. You know, that little voice in your head that telling you you can't and just to prove it wrong, um, prove these other people wrong. You know, um, so I think that's the biggest thing that was in my mind. Like, hey, are you going to really be able to do this? You know, because we, we started out, I think we had 190 customers that I'd, I'd be bringing on. You know, and a lot of them knew me, luckily, that, you know, since I'd been there the whole time. But obviously, I wasn't the previous owner that they all knew and dealt with. So that was a big transition. I was worried about that, you know, worried about people, you know, I guess, second guessing me and wanting to leave. And luckily, I didn't run into that much at all, man, um, besides maybe one or two customers, you know, and then luckily, I, I like I said, I hit the ground running, believed in myself. Um, you know, now we're sitting at almost 250 customers, I think, that we service weekly. And that's just on the service side of, you know, cleaning pools and stuff like that. Um but yeah, I guess the fear side, man, it, it's more so that little voice in the back of your head, you know, just just question yourself. And I think if you listen to it too much, you know, or let it stay there, that's when you kind of start to talk yourself out of things. So I try to nip it right then and there and, and just move forward and, and push it back and just keep going. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. And, and that I mean, that's like a common, you know, theme with a lot, a lot of the individuals we bring on here. So I want to just see what you would say, but it's, 
like you said, you know, and, and you got your own little twist on it a little bit. You know, you hear you hear the voice, you hear the doubt, but it's like, how can I how can I prove that wrong? Right. And and, you know, you 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 deal with it, you look into it. And like you said, you nip it in the bun, you just you just keep moving um, or you move forward. Uh, so, no, that's that's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, I'm curious. You, you've been hinting at it. You've been talking about it. So, like, I'm curious. Like, so what? What's ne- like next? If if you're willing to share, like, what you know, you're saying like this is not even like like what I have in mind. Like, I got something bigger. Like, so what? Like, how big is the vision for for Shane Miller? Oh man, that's 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 huge, dude. Um, so I know you're familiar. I think you've read it. I think I've I've been following you a little bit. Um, the ten time rule, you know, um, Grant oh, Cardone's man, book. T- ten X rule, bro. Like, oh, ten X, yeah, ten X. Um, yeah, dude, that thing yeah. opened my eyes, you know, to a whole another level. Of you know, yep. um, don't don't set these goals small, you know, um, because I think a few years back, um, telling myself I'm gonna make a hundred thousand dollars, I thought was way out of the question, you know. And that was before I started putting these things in my mind. I'm trying to hang out with better people that uplift me and, you know, kind of bring me up another level. And, you know, so I, I read that book. Um, I read um, Ed Milet's book. I don't know if you're familiar with his. Be the oh, one. Yeah. Be, yeah. Um, that one, do too. And that's kind of where I got that from, you know, be the one to change everything. Um, so yeah. I started setting these goals, dude. Instead of just little jumps, you know, I could have easily, you know, um, that 60,000, you know, I could have been like, Hey, let's, let's make a hundred thousand, you know, this next year. And I, and I jumped it, you know, I said, I wanted to hit, you know, that 500 mark. Luckily I did, you know, but I think if you set that mark so high and even if you fall short, dude, it's so much better than if you would have fell short, you know, setting it at a hundred and falling under that. Um, so like I said, dude, I don't, I don't see it stopping anytime soon. Um, and I kind of had to check myself a while back, man, because I, I feel like I was, you know, when you tell people that you feel uncomfortable sometimes, like, hey, like mm, my next yeah. I'm, I'm telling myself this year, you know, from 500, I want to make 1.5 million next year, you know. Um, and I felt awkward telling that to people sometimes when they'd ask. It's not like I'm just going out there telling people, you know, but I have some close buddies like Champ, me and him talk all the time, man. And, you know, uh, you feel awkward sometimes saying that. And then I finally said, hey, you know what, like. I shouldn't feel awkward. You know, that's, that's my vision. That's my goal. I'm going to make it work. You know, if they feel like they don't believe it or, you know, maybe they're not the people to hang out with me. And luckily I have those group of people that, you know, like champ, dude, he, he's awesome, man. My brother-in-law, um, he pushes me, man. You know, he tells me, yeah, you can do it. My wife tells me, Hey, yeah. I tell her, you know, Hey, we're going to make 1.5 this next year. And she says, I believe it. You know, so just having those little people around you to also, you know, push you and clarify that for you that, Hey, yeah, let's do this. That makes you want to do it even more. So obviously I don't, I don't have a set number of where I see this thing going, but I I definitely see myself getting into multiple different businesses. Um, like I said, the pest control is a big one I want to get into. Um, that's just something that's easy to add on to the pool side of things when we're already at people's houses. Um, real estate is another one I would love to, to get involved in within the next year. Um, you know, but I think I need to almost make sure everything's running extremely smooth on my pool side. And, you know, that before I start jumping into other things, I don't want to leave one kind of half going and start jumping around. So that's kind of the next step of making it all work, I guess. But, yeah, dude, the vision is it's 
it's huge. It's it's never ending. I don't think there's just multiple things. You know, I lay in bed at night and just just think of all these different things I can do. You know, revenue wise and and what I can get my hands on and and just try to picture it and bring it to life. Um, man, that's awesome. That's awesome. And I and I can tell you're because uh, when when you sent me your your bio and stuff, you sent me the books that you read, and I, I believe I've read so 10x rule. I've I've read Ed Milet's books. The uh the the power of one more. Um, we all, we all, we also did uh shoe dog. We read shoe dog on here. So like I I can tell like when this one I like I see things and I hear people talk about. It. I know I know you got you got that that itch in you too. Um, I, like I just want people to understand like what Shane just said about business and uh and I'm sure Shane, you've heard Grant talk about this like a little bit, but he talks about like how how to create multiple streams, and he always talks about like your like your first stream. You want to make sure that's solid, that's like you know going pretty good, that's cranking out, um, and then your your second one should be somewhat related to the first flow, like your first flow. And so like when you say pest control, and you said like it would be something that we could do we're already at their houses is something we could add on man i just i just want to give you kudos man like that like you're you're thinking you're thinking bro and i and i, and I love it like it's 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 awesome to hear someone like that and then like you said like you know making sure i got those going before i make a jump into like real estate like something that will be kind of like like a newer industry or something like different than what you know the two other things that you're doing um so i want to say man just keep keep going and keep thinking um and 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 just keep keep that going man i, I love it um yeah that's so sort of, i was gonna ask you that coop um as i know you kind of got multiple things going over there um and i believe you have a, a business partner in a few things do you yeah 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 i got i got, I got a, a business partner in uh in like the restaurant and okay yeah how did yeah. that's my next step man you know it's funny um i'm doing all this stuff right you know, and, yeah. and it's all me, you know, it's all me, 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 me. And I'm, I get worried because I want things done a certain way, you know, um, yep. and cause, cause I know what I want, you know, and then I, the more I read, you know, and listen to these guys, you know, Grant Cardone and all them. And they're like, don't be scared to bring people on. Don't be scared to bring a partner on, you know, and delegate things, you know, in areas that you may lack, um, and, and trust them, you know, cause like I said, I, all these business ideas that I got, you know, the ideal, you know, ideally I, I can't run them all myself, yeah. you know, as much yep. as I would want to, you know, you're going to have to bring good partners on solid people. And that's kind of what I'm in the middle of right now. Um, bringing on somebody with um, the, the building side of things with pools and okay. landscaping and pergolas and all that stuff and backyard remodels. And I finally told myself, Hey, you know, you bring somebody on and it's just that much work, that much more business revenue that you can bring in. And so I'm kind of in between that, man. And I, I see your stuff, dude. And obviously you're doing it. So I'm kind of curious of what your thoughts were. How'd you transition into that? Well, it's so like as far as bringing partners on or like. Yeah. And trust, I guess, it. trusting somebody else, you know, and and finding those people that, you know, that you're willing to share, I guess, a business yeah. with. Yeah. So like it, it's all and you said it, it's all about knowing who you are personality wise. And it's also understanding, like, I need someone that's going to be able to bring a different set of skills that'll complement me, right? So, like, if I'm talking specifically 
the restaurant, for example. So like Caleb and I, we had known each other in college a little bit, like, and I knew he was doing some real estate and I had a few questions for him here and there, but it was not until like, I kind of made a decision. We, I remember it was like 2019, like February of 2019 or excuse me, 2020, February of 2020, me and the wife went down to the cities and I was just like, you know what? Like, I want to like start meeting people, like getting around people, like seeing what other people are doing, this, that, the other thing. And I, I just hit Caleb up. Like, I was like, well, I'm just going to hit him up. Cause like I've talked about some real estate stuff. Like I just want to like, just talk with him. And literally like talking to him like he was basically doing the same things i was doing like he was also in a growth mode like wanted to do more like and we just started talking and just kind of had a con like we just kind of kept the conversation going and we we launched the podcast you know he was actually the one that pushed me because i threw it out to him and i was like hey like you, you know i'm thinking about doing this and he just wouldn't let me go like he pushed me right and you know kind of the same thing like and we had sort of had this this trust like for the for the couple months that we were talking and um when i when mahana came up i just kind of threw it at him like hey what like what do you this is what i'm thinking like you know would you be willing to at least just you know kind of help in these sections and let's just go down this rabbit hole and see how far it goes and he was he was cool and i think i also built that trust in him um when we talked so like you'll know when you talk to people and you got a good vibe and like they're checking off all those boxes, you know, like, like you'll, you'll know, you know, and I always, I always say like, like obviously you want to, you know, do business with people that you know, like, and trust. Um, and usually if you're a good judgment of character, which I feel like you are Shane, um, you'll, you'll know, you'll know. Right. And and that's, and that's basically how him and I got into this whole, entrepreneurship partnership thing you know like he's more the numbers guys i'm more the operations um you know and, and again that's just go goes with personality right like i you know i do a lot of personality coaching myself and so like i know what my weaknesses and strengths are and so like you know bringing on people that help complement me um in those weak like in those weaknesses again like Cooper as a business owner needs to understand his numbers, which like I'm like I'm getting there, I'm understanding, but like having someone that can see it differently or bring a different set of eyes is always always great too. Yeah, so, not I, I don't I, know. And like you said, strengthens you in certain areas. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet, awesome. sweet. Love it. Um. Okay, so I, I want I want you to like give some advice because you you said something so powerful. And, and I feel like a lot of people like your, your age or like when you were in this transition, um, you know, you said like, you know, I was thinking that 60,000 or even a hundred K was a lot of money. Right. And you were saying that, that, you know, you started reading books, you started hanging out with different people, like talk to the person that is, that wants to do more, right. Like that that wants to um, make, I don't know, six figures, right? But they're stuck in the, I think, I think six or 70K is, is a good amount of money. I think I'm going to stay there. Like talk to that, talk to that person. Like, Hey, this is what you need to do to get to where I Shane got. Yeah, man, that one's, you know, obviously tough because like at some point, you know, you're in that, that kind of space, I guess. And it's, it's either you want more or you don't. 
And there's nothing mm. wrong. Like I said, there's nothing wrong with, you know, 60, 70,000, that, that's some good money. Um, you know, there's, there's, so there's nothing wrong there. And I understand that some people are okay with working with other people, um, or working for somebody else, helping them, you know, and you know, they're fine with that. They want to make their money work and go home. Um, but I know there's a lot of people out there that, like you said, they're looking to get past that. And I think the biggest thing is just like we talked about, man, you got to bet on yourself because it's either you're going to sit there and work for somebody and help them accomplish their dreams and bring in all this money and build their future. Or you start betting on yourself and you start building your own future. So, you know, that's kind of what helped me. You know, I, I saw what I could do. Um, and like I said, it's, it's hard, man, because mentally you're, you're like, hey, can I, can I really do this? You know, um, obviously I, you have a boss that you can fall back onto. I think that's kind of that support, that safety factor that, you know, it's, it's not as stressful, I guess. And when you, it's kind of scary that when you jump into your own business or start betting on yourself, then it's all on you, you know, whether you make it or you don't. But I think you need a solid um, background. Like I said, I have my family that that keeps me going. I'll do anything, you know, to, to give my kids and my wife the life that I want them to have, the life they deserve. And it's it's what keeps me going. So I think if everybody can kind of find that it factor for them, you know, it, it, not necessarily a family. Um, Maybe you just want to be rich. Maybe you want those nice things in life or, or, you know, whatever it is, you want to prove somebody wrong. Somebody told you one time that you can't do it um, and use that, you know, and, you know, those little, I guess, whatever you want to call them, um, things in the back of your head, you know, prove them wrong and, and just go out and do it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Shane, what's, um, what advice would you give your uh, 18-year-old self? Oh, man, I would have started reading a long time ago. Mm. Like I said, I never realized what reading can do for you, podcast. Um, like, I think you're familiar with them, Ben Newman. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did he? Yep. Yeah, so I I followed him, you know, on, on stuff like Instagram, man, and listening to their things. I read his book as well. Um, but those kind of guys, Ed Milet, um, Grant Cardone, um, I was listening to Andy Frisella a lot, his podcast. But things oh, that constantly, man, like, what's that? I was gonna say, and Andy, Andy Frisella, dude, like, if you really want to like feel small, like, listen, listen to his podcast for sure. Oh, dude, his old stuff too, man. That, like I said, I yeah. would just listen to that in all day long while I'm working. I'd put it in my speakers. And like I said, that's what's helped me a ton, dude. If I could have started that back when I was 18 and, you know, even got an earlier start, because I think listening to that kind of uplifting stuff and that powerful things constantly, you know, helps push me. There'll be days, you know, I, I can feel the difference. I won't listen to something like that or I won't read a book. Mm. And my days are off, man. And I have a very strict schedule now where um, and I got it from those guys like Ed Milet, um, Ben Newman, Grant Cardone, all of them, where you know, there's so much time in the day that people are wasting, you know, that Ooh. you could be doing other things. Preach, bro. Yeah. So Preach, I finally bro. switched it, man. And people kind of look at me crazy because I'll get up at 3, 3 a.m., 3.30 in the morning and go to the gym. Um, right after the gym, I start planning my day, start writing down some goals. Uh, and that's all before the sun's out, you know, working on myself, doing all these little things that beforehand I used to do them when I got home from work. So I'd go into work, you know, when the sun came out, waste all that time sleeping. Um, come home and then I'm leaving my family to go to the gym, you know, or I get home and I'm tired and I won't go to the gym and I won't work on my goals or anything like that. I'm tired, you know, and, and kind of wasting my time. And then 
you know, at the same time, if you do it, when you get home and take off to the gym, I, I felt like I was leaving my kids and my family, you know, not giving them the time because I've been gone at work all day. Um, so I realized doing everything real early in the morning, even on the weekends, a Saturday, you know, I'm still up at 3, 3.30 in the morning. I hit the gym, try to work on myself, you know, progress, read, whatever. And before my kids are waking up around 7, I'm done. You know, I'm done with myself. And now I can focus on them, give them the time that they, you know, need and deserve. And, you know, try to put everything else away during that and spend that, you know, that time that they, they need. Well, guys, that's um, the podcast is done for the rest of the year. That was uh, everything you needed to hear in a nutshell. <laughs> man, man, that, whew. bro, that was some heat, man. That that was some heat. I, I like the the whole the whole time thing, um, like getting a strict schedule, like you know, writing your goals down. Um, I mean, that's something that we talk about a lot on this podcast and it's, it's, it's always great. Like I said, like I saw the books that you sent me and I was like, okay, he, this, this, I, I have a feeling this is going to be a great episode. This is going to be a great episode. Um, that's awesome, bro. I, I can't even like three thirty, huh? Three, three thirty. It is tough, man. man. It's a big okay. switch, you know, but, but now I like, if I don't wake up that early, man, it's funny. Even if I don't set an alarm, it's kind of already engraved in my brain like I'm waking up at yeah. four you know that's a that's a sleep in day for me uh but then my whole day feels <sighs> off dude if I don't get up and hit the gym um or you know write my goals down or you know whatever like I said work on myself then I don't feel like I'm giving my best to my kids you know um to what I want yeah. them to be you know so and that's what kind of drove me to do it you know I was like hey you know I got kids to think about their future to think about what do I want them to see you know do I want them to see dad out you know, sleeping in or partying all night. Um, you know, that was a big step too, dude. I, you know, I, I cut back on a lot of that once I took over the business, you know, you find yourself yeah. kind of separating, I guess from, and I got my buddies, man, my, my boys that, you know, forever, you know, they're, they're my boys. We're going to kick it no matter what. Um, but I stopped hanging out late, you know, stopped going out drinking all the time. Um, and I'm at Saturday night, you know, I'm on the computer working on my business and getting a hard time about it. You know, they're joking with me like, man, all you do is work. And, you know, bothered me at first, but then I started to think same thing, man, hey, you know, I, I see my future. I see what I want, you know, and and I don't care what anybody thinks, man. I'm going to make it happen. Um, all that stuff, you know, the jokes and stuff isn't going to hurt me, you know, or, or let me think differently of what I want. And so all that little stuff, man, it's a sacrifice, you know, but I'm looking long term. I'd rather have that, you know, financial freedom here in the next few years and, you know, put it off because I want to go out one night. Man, I I I love I I love I, I love um this podcast, and we've had a lot of great guests on. Um, but it's like Shane, you you um you're special, dude. Um, I'm I'm a, I'm a I'm low key a, a little lost for words right now. Like you, you're like, yeah, we 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 definitely gotta like um stay in touch after after this, bro. Like I'm I'm uh. I'm impressed. I'm I'm really <laughs> impressed, bro. Well, it's like, funny, dude. I I mean, you know, our situation even kind of, you know, like I said, I don't know what your beliefs are, but um, I think everything happens for a reason. And like I said, we were communicating on Snapchat, and you didn't even know really who it was yet, you know, because I I don't have my no, name. No, I lowkey. <laughs> <laughs> and just from there, dude, like I said, it all kind of happens, you know, talking about the the pre workouts and stuff like that, and then yep. you know, finding out you got a podcast and. 
you know, everything kind of aligned. And like I said, it, just, it, it, it was crazy. It, it, it was crazy because we were, yeah, like you said, we were just chatting and like you had a question about like my pre-workout and stuff. Like I sent you some um, and, and then you were like, yeah, I, I'm, you know, I got, you know, a pool business and I got other businesses I'm working. I was like, hold up. What? Okay. Podcast question. <laughs> Yeah, dude. It's like I said, no, everything happens for a reason on my side. I believe, you know, um, because I'm, you know, I may not even asked you about your pre workout that day. I thought about it, you know. I was like, ah, no, I'm not gonna bug him. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna ask him about it. And then, you know, from yeah, there, the rest no, is history. It's the rest history. No, this this is great, man. Like, um, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll we like, well, well, this is definitely gonna be a a, a relationship with what definitely be building at, like after this podcast, man. Um. Wh- Everybody, like, I hope you go back and listen to this episode, like, inspiration, motivation. Um, and again, like, Shane is somebody that he's, he's, he's a human, right? Like, you listen to the beginning of his story, like, he played sports, you know, hurt his knee, um, was trying to go back to school, did, you know, didn't finish, like, and just went on a path of, like, how can I create a future um, for my family? And asking the right questions, like, how can I do this? You know, like, who do I need to get around? Who can I talk to? Um, man, like, if you're looking for inspiration, this is the podcast. This is the episode to listen to. Like, it's been a long, it's been, it's been a minute since um, I've been lost for words, for sure. Um, and this, this is definitely one of those podcasts or these episodes. Uh, so Shane, I just want to say thanks for coming on, man. I uh, really, really appreciate you giving giving us some time. Um, if people like want to uh, reach out to you or like see like what you got going on, where's the best place they can um, link up with you? So I'm biggest probably on Instagram. That's kind of where I I keep things running on there, um, and that's at Baja Pools underscore AZ. Um, and that's pretty much you know where you get in contact with me. Um, kind of keep up to date with what I got going on out here. And yeah, that's probably the best platform right there for me. Awesome. 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 Well, Shane, man, thanks again for coming on. Um, I cannot wait for us to like have some, uh, some talks here in the near future. So uh, thanks again, man. And uh, take care. I appreciate it. Coop. Thanks for having me out. Another great episode. Episode 144, um, mic drop. Um, if you guys don't follow Shane Miller, um, I'll put his Instagram handle in the show notes. That was an incredible story, journey, um, just lessons on motivation, inspiration, uh, you guys definitely need to make sure you listen to that one again, for sure. Um, man, a cu- couple of takeaways. Uh, you know, the power of having a goal, having a vision, and and just finding a way to get things done. Um, that, that was a big takeaway for me. And uh, my second takeaway for myself and for you guys listening is asking yourself the right question questions. There's a saying by Brandon Dawson, uh, who's Grant Cardone's business partner, that says the quality the quality of your questions will determine the quality the quality of your success. I'm going to say that again. 
The quality of your questions will determine the quality of your success. So learn how to ask better questions. Not why I can't do something, but how I can do something. It's crazy once you put your brain into that mindset or that framework, how it starts to go to work. Um, again, Shane had no background in buying businesses or even you know, what that would look like. Didn't go to school for business, um, but is a business owner and bought a business. Why? Because he figured it out. Um, if there's anything you get from this podcast, um, just from the individuals that we've brought on here, um, go back and listen to all the individuals individuals we've brought on here. I guarantee you there's a very, very high percentage of them had to figure it out. We just had to figure it out. Um, so just remember that, guys, keep that in mind. And um, again, he talked about the power of books, the power of podcasts, um, doing those things to continue to sharpen you and your mind um, is powerful. And he that was advice he would give his 18-year-old self is to get on those sooner, start reading sooner, start listening to podcasts sooner. Man, just all great stuff. Um, this was a great episode, guys. Um, it's been a long time since I've been speechless. Um, this was a great one. Make sure you guys save this one. Put this one on repeat. Uh, yeah, that's all I got, guys. So make sure you uh, give Shane Miller a follow. Uh, again, I'll have his Instagram handle in the show notes. Uh, please rate, subscribe, and leave a review for this podcast so we can bring phenomenal guests on like Shane. Um yeah, so I ask guys uh, again. Uh, there's a new restaurant. I don't. I wouldn't even say it's new. We're go, we're going on one year, guys. We are going on one year of running a restaurant. Probably one of the toughest industries to be able to start up, operate, um, and it still keep going, man. Uh, I've learned a lot in this one year, and we'll probably we'll probably do a. Uh, a, uh, a episode probably in the restaurant or like something just like biggest lessons learned, you know, operating a restaurant, uh, what I've learned so far. Um, yeah, guys. So, uh, yeah, make sure you rate, subscribe, leave a review and I will see you next week. Bye.